Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Tuesday the 15th of February. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Steve Forbes. There is still hope Russia could be talked back from the brink of war. There were definitely um, the signs of a number of potential carrots that Schultz can dangle in front of mm. Putin that might give him just enough uh, to be able to pull the troops back with a bit of decorum. And bank accounts of protesting truckers to be frozen as Canada takes unprecedented action. The blockades are harming our economy and endangering public safety. Times of London Daily World Briefing. There is still a crucial window to avoid war in Ukraine. That's what the US President and UK Prime Minister have concluded after a phone call between the leaders. They've hinted there's still the option of a diplomatic solution in a marked change in tone towards the crisis. But just hours before the phone call, Boris Johnson had said there was evidence Russia might launch an invasion within the next 24 hours. What we can't do is trade away the sovereign rights of the Ukrainian people to aspire to NATO membership. We've got to we've got to respect that. We've got to we've got to realise that this is a very very dangerous, difficult situation. We are on the edge of a of a precipice, but there is still time for President Putin to to step back. And what we're urging is for everybody to engage in dialogue. At the time of recording this podcast, reports in Russia suggest some of their 100,000 troops on the Ukrainian border had been pulled back. Meanwhile, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz has landed in Moscow for a meeting with President Putin. Oliver Moody is the Times of London's Berlin correspondent. His officials have been very careful not to stoke expectations of a diplomatic breakthrough. But that said, um, at his uh, press conference with Zelensky in Kiev yesterday, there were definitely um, the signs of a number of potential carrots that Schultz can dangle in front of Mm. Putin that might give him just enough uh, to be able to pull the troops back with a bit of decorum. Despite action by several Western leaders, the Security General of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, said he's deeply concerned about the rising tensions. I welcome the recent flurry of diplomatic contacts and engagements, including between heads of state, but more needs to be done, and I expect all to intensify their efforts. With so much uncertainty, Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky has urged lawmakers who recently left the country to return, highlighting the importance of strengthening national resilience. It is your direct duty in this kind of situation to be with us, with the Ukrainian people. I suggest that you return to your homelands within 24 hours and stand shoulder to shoulder with the Ukrainian army, our diplomats and our people. 
Russia has always denied plans to invade Ukraine, with its foreign minister saying that diplomacy was far from exhausted. As truckers remain determined not to end their freedom protest in Canada against vaccine mandates and quarantine rules, the government is now taking drastic and historical measures. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has declared a public order emergency, invoking the Emergencies Act for the first time to give the federal government extra and temporary powers to handle the issue. The blockades are harming our economy and endangering public safety. Critical supply chains have been disrupted. This is hurting workers who rely on these jobs to feed their families. Today, the federal government is ready to use more tools at its disposal to get the situation fully under control. With some areas unable to enforce laws to control the blockade, this move will specifically target areas in pressing need, not the whole country. It will ensure towing services are rendered, that borders and airports are protected from blockades and enable the mounted police sector to act. We're not using the Emergencies Act to call in the military. We're not suspending fundamental rights or overriding the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. We are not limiting people's freedom of speech. We are not limiting freedom of peaceful assembly. We are not preventing people from exercising their right to protest legally. We are reinforcing the principles, values, and institutions that keep all Canadians free. Trudeau said the moves are about keeping Canadians safe, protecting people's jobs and restoring confidence in institutions. With hundreds of demonstrators remaining in the capital city of Ottawa and with no need for a court order, banks will also be able to freeze personal accounts of anyone linked with the protests, though truck convoy organisers have secured millions of dollars from crowdfunding sites. On the way, nurses in an Australian state leave their post to strike and hosts announce for a brand new American singing competition. Times of London Daily World Briefing. As an explosion took place in a building in southern France, people were heard screaming as they ran from the scene on Monday. Smoke billowed from a three-storey building in the town of Saint-Laurent-de-la-Salanque after a fire engulfed it, killing at least seven people. Locals who got to the town centre before the emergency services did described it as a war scene. My wife and I got to the site. We saw a person on the ground who was thrown out by the explosion. He was really in a bad condition, around 50 metres from a sandwich place, on the ground, in a safe position. The explosion happened around 1.30am local time and was believed to have occurred on the ground floor, which housed a grocery store and a fast food takeaway. It's not known exactly what caused it to happen. 
His French interior minister, Gérald Damanin. About 30 wounded people with physical or psychological injuries have been given care very quickly, which I think helped everyone deal with the incident that hit this area as best they could, a historic tragedy given the previous fires. The fire spread to two neighbouring buildings. One person is still missing, but with the third structure listed as vulnerable to collapse and too dangerous to enter, search and rescue operations have been hindered. You're hearing the sound of thousands of nurses taking to the streets in New South Wales in Australia. For the first time in nearly a decade, they walked off the job to begin a 24-hour strike after talks with the government to plug staff shortages and secure a pay rise of more than 2.5% failed. Nurses and midwives are defying a last-minute order by the state's Industrial Relations Commission to call off the strike, which it said could put public health in danger. We deserve better. We need more staff on the wards. Our patients aren't safe. Most of the time the staff are overworked and it's stressed and it's just not fair. It's not fair. We don't ask for much. We've been struggling. A lot of our nurses are, uh, have been burnt out, doing doubles, struggling every day. The strike will be staggered through the day and will include staff from more than 150 hospitals around the state. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest on the doping controversy at the Winter Olympics, here's John Jackson. Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva is being allowed to continue competing at the Winter Olympics. That's despite a failed drugs test at the national championships in December. The Court of Arbitration for Sport ruled exceptional circumstances meant the 15-year-old should not be provisionally suspended. Sport's highest court pointed towards age and issues around the timing of the test result announcement in its ruling. The World Anti-Doping Agency said it was disappointed by the ruling, as others question why an athlete who's failed a drugs test is being allowed to compete on the world's biggest stage. No medals will be awarded in either the team event won by the Russian Olympic Committee or the individual women's event that begins today, should Valieva finish in the top three. The Winter Olympics continue in Beijing, China until February the 20th. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Europe has been doing it since 1950, and now the United States is making its own Eurovision Song Contest. The live competition will see all 50 states competing, and it's been announced US rapper Snoop Dogg and singer Kelly Clarkson will host it. Snoop Dogg said he was honoured to be anchoring it alongside his little sis Kelly Clarkson, aka Miss Texas. Meanwhile, Clarkson, who rose to fame when she won the first season of a other singing competition, American Idol, added, I've been a fan and love the concept of Eurovision and am thrilled to bring the musical phenomenon to America. The American Song Contest is set to take place sometime between March and May this year. And finally, wildlife experts, veterinarians and police have all been left dumbfounded after a flock of birds in Mexico dropped dead mid-flight. Security footage captured the swarm of yellow-headed blackbirds falling into a heap in Chihuahua as they migrated from northern Canada. Whilst some flew off, close to 100 lay dead on the pavement, and the reason why is still unknown to authorities. 
A local vet said the birds could have died after inhaling toxic fumes from a heater nearby or because of an overcharge from electric cables. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday the 15th of February. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.